Lordy, Lordy, look who's 40. <laughs> it is our 40th. It is our 40th. <laughs> He's over the hill. Didn't, didn't quite know that that's the direction you were going to go, <laughs> but I love it. I surprise you. So sorry that uh, whatever, what day you need, probably not even listen to this till Friday. So, so sorry. There's already been a game. As of recording, it is November 1st. Uh, San Francisco has whooped Oakland. But uh, did you have a good Halloween? It wasn't bad. My son's first trick-or-treating experience. You still sound a little like congested. I am. You were sick. I, I was sick. I had the cough from hell. And, you know, normally I, I've done this podcast sick before. Um, but when you're coughing in, in, a, in, a, in a hobby that, you know, requires you to talk into a microphone, it, uh, it doesn't work very well. Well, I tell you what. Pop a lozenge, lozenge, <laughs> get your throat coated, and let's go. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. Common Ground Football Podcast, episode 040, as we call it. What's this one's name? I haven't decided yet. I've got this new thing going where... Oh, this, that's right. You were, yeah, yeah. the yep. second season, I, I listen to them back and find something stupid that we've talked about, and then I title the episode that. <laughs> very talented. So, like, last week was Snap and Fractions, because I thought that was a very... Snap and Farction. Farction. It was a very fun uh, term. It, it was good to see... Um, I don't remember if it was that night, Sunday night, or if it was later in the week, but Tony Dungy came out and was like... That was awful. That was a horrible call, horrible penalty. But like I said last week, Dallas lost the game long before that whole sequence happened. But still, that was just an awful. Stupid snap and farction. Snap and farction. And then, I mean, I, I guess refs and umps haven't been great this year. We had the first one that got fired in the middle of the season. You saw that? Yeah, I saw that. I didn't, I didn't know they were allowed to get fired. So, so <laughs> Cle- they- Cleveland has... Um, Fired their head coach, replaced their quarterback, and gotten a referee fired. They're on a roll. They're on a roll. And they won two games so far this year. So they had two games. I don't know if I'm going to hit my own. I'm not hitting my nine. I don't think that's happening, my friend. Um, Anyway, uh, Brian here, and and that's Andrew over there, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I definitely sound different. I can hear it in my headphones. (laughs) But yes, I've been battling a, uh, uh, I don't even know what bug it is, but I can think. Whoever in this valley gave it to my son, I will find you. Because <laughs> it sucked. Coughing is my least. I can handle fever. I can handle uh, congestion, runny nose. I can handle everything. I hate coughing. It's the worst. Get typhoid Mary over here. <laughs> I hate it. Feel it in your chest. And ugh, no thank you. So... Is it is it better to just keep fighting it and fighting it and fighting it? Just like nope, 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 stay away, and you have that constant like you know it's right there. Or is it better just to let it go and it, just bring it on? It really depends because if it's one of the coughs that you actually feel the like the breakup of crap in your lungs, <laughs> those are great coughs because they make you feel like you're like making progress. But if there's just one of the coughs that like doesn't do anything except for make your chest hurt, make your head hurt, uh, yeah, I'd rather just keep those <laughs> deep down, <laughs> way down. I tell you what, this isn't the show about being sick or or chest pains or anything like that. But I, it could be. I can tell you, if you do smoke cigarettes, quit. 
It'll make your life a whole lot easier in more ways than one. You can vape. Well, that too. But since I quit, I mean, since I quit smoking, when I gotten a little cold or anything, it hasn't turned into this major like I can't breathe and I'm just feel. I mean, it's been it's a yeah. whole new ball game for you. Oh yeah, you could probably run a mile now and not die. Oh, I could run two miles and not die. Two miles, two. Oh man, so yeah. I throw, quit smoking. I, I could throw pigskin over the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, all right, so Andrew got the, what I had the week before. He got a week off. Dallas didn't have to do anything. Pardon me. Sorry. So sorry. Unbelievable. It's a tootsie roll. Unbelievable. We're still munching off We're our kids' hand Halloween candy. Yeah. yeah. As parents, that's what you do. That, I, Thanks, dude. I totally forgot about the parent tax until <laughs> until this year, and I finally got to experience what my parents got to experience, and... I tell you what, you don't feel guilty. We're just, <laughs> just, we're just checking it for razor blades. Yeah, you're just checking it and making sure. And I actually 100% believe that as focused on sports that my son is, he got one piece of candy last night for Halloween. I guarantee you he doesn't ask for another one ever. <laughs> like he, until next Halloween. He'll forget the giant bag is up there. And so I can just start picking it off night by night. And just start going through it and be like, oh, Skittles sound good tonight. Or, ooh, Starburst sound good tonight. What's that, Reese's Pieces? I'll take that. And he won't even know. Anyway. He'll know when he's older. He will. T- yeah, for sure. When he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my candy? Uh, Where's my candy, Dad? <laughs> he will, too. Uh, so, I'll go through the Seahawks game. They did win. It was an awesome game. And we're going to talk about just a couple of NFL things. There were some trades of the trade deadline this this week. Yep. Uh, probably the most active trade deadline I can remember in a while. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that. And then Dallas is hosting Tennessee. Tennessee. Monday Night Football. Yep. Seattle is hosting the, I want to say San Diego every time, but it's not, the LA Chargers. <laughs> the LAC. The LAC. We've already played the LAR. Now we get to play the LAC. Uh, so we'll talk about those games and then get the hell out of here because, you know. You need rest. I need rest is best. Uh, okay. Anything you want to add before I jump into the sea chickens? Go Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is Garrett getting fired tomorrow or what? No. Are you sure? Um, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no. There. So what Brian is referring to, and by the time you're listening to this, it's probably already have it's already probably already happened but um jerry jones said that they were going to hold a press conference friday at um noon central time uh regarding football matters in my opinion it's uh, there's going to be an announcement about who's going to be inducted in the ring of honor so everybody who's out there saying oh garrett's gone or linehan's gone like frankly just pull your head out of your you know what Oh, just tell it's, them what to do. Pull them out of their ass. They're, they're not. Are they, it's the Friday before a football game. You're not going to make that kind of move. Nor are you going to announce, "Hey, tomorrow we're going to have a press conference because we're going to do something." Listen, tomorrow so just, we're going to fire. Somebody. Yeah, it's like no, 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 no. But no, I'm. We'll get to it. But I'm definitely looking forward to getting back to uh, some Cowboys football. Yeehaw. You're out of there. You're already getting sick. You no, just it's here. just the tootsie roll. That goddamn tootsie roll. I tell you it's what, just sitting there. <clears throat> uh, so Seattle went to Detroit, and uh, uh, the refs didn't beat them this time. It was great. 
and uh, you had some offense. Uh, yeah, they uh, went in there, and I like I said in last week's episode, I was kind of nervous about the game. Uh, they were actually very evenly matched teams, kind of been on the same path the whole season, and I didn't know what to expect, but I figured if they went in there with the same game plan, run the ball, set up the pass, um, see, more, see more of that play action stuff, and the defense continued to do what they've been doing, they had a real good shot. And I did not expect to see what I saw. And what I saw is Seattle went went in there and pretty much dominated the whole game. Yep. Aside from a couple of things that bug the crap out of me that always do, uh, I mean, they won 28 to 14. And honestly, that game should have been 28 7. Mm -hmm. And uh, it got a little hairy in the fourth quarter. But I mean, they went in there and just. And what was crazy about it is I said the key to the game was going to be, you know, hey, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. That's all they did. Yep. I mean, they just – it was insane. Russell had uh, one of the best games he's had passer rating-wise, but he didn't throw the ball that much. I I would venture to say it was the best game he's had. Yeah, was it perfect? Yeah, he had a perfect. Yeah, so – and he only – in the first half, I think he – or his first 12 passes were – uh, complete like he didn't miss a he didn't miss a pass and but Two. they were they were just pounding 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 the ball and russell didn't really have to do much until they got to the red zone and throw some touchdowns he threw three of them and so it was it was kind of a weird game because they were you wanted to, they were wanting to talk about how good russell was was and he was great but they didn't use him really if you think about it so but when they did use him he he shined so um, I did watch most of this game. I'm so proud of you. Um, well, you know, I was in a haze, and I guess I needed to watch some football. So it's like, okay, well, you said you one. told us all you were going to watch. But I'm just kidding. No, so I, I watched I watched parts of this game, but what I saw from Seattle at least was um, seeing how. Their offense was moving, reminded me a lot of how Dallas's 2016 offense was. And when you look at these final stats, I mean, that's basically what most games in 2016 like were like for Dallas. I mean, Wilson was 14 to 17, which I mean, that's it's fantastic. Seven. But yeah. for, I mean, 14 to 17 for 248 yards, three TDs, and then obviously running back goes over 100 with one score. That's the that's exactly how Dallas's formula was, and watching seattle figure that out a little bit granted detroit's you know struggled defensively but just you know watching how they were i mean it it looks like something finally clicked for for seattle as far as their offense goes well the offensive line continues to improve every week one thing i noticed that kind of tickled me i want to say and it made me smile and what I was happy to see is with the offensive line last year and the year before, like with a Fetty, he was so bad. He, he would always be hanging his head body language wise. Yep. Wasn't good. I noticed in this game and it was just something I happened to see in one of the replays after one of the touchdowns, you got a Fetty's actually running into the end zone, like a little kid, super excited <laughs> to go celebrate with his team and just every the camaraderie that you're seeing with the whole team 
is it's cool to see and with you got guys like fluker in there and just the offensive line in general is just i mean they they only got i think wilson was sacked what twice yeah twice for you know lost what 11 yards who cares that's nothing that's when a no, they, that's nothing when they when they were bad they were you know he was getting sacked five six times how we watch car get sacked six times tonight so and 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 who's their offensive line coach <laughs> tom cable mm, tom uh what's that guy's name tom uh, oh yeah tom cable what i thought was crazy is if you look at the stats uh, and you compare them because stafford actually had a decent game but they lost and but he had a 40 attempts and he made a horrible mistake horrible like mistake. he usually does and like he usually yeah but he he was he was 27 for 40 so he had 40 attempts russell had 17 their leading rusher 22 yards they they took carry on johnson seattle's defense and we took him out of the game he had some good receiving yards and you'd receive what six receptions for 69 yards uh but running the ball he wasn't able to do it 22 yards so on both sides of the ball man i i thoroughly impressed uh, I do have an awesome and a bummer because that's what we do. So I'll start with my awesome. Yeah, awesome. And I'm going to go with the offensive line because, like I just said, whatever Mike Solari has done, it's working. You're seeing a completely different way of just just the way that offensive line do, plays on every play. The, their scheme is different. And it shows, and the running game is doing what it's doing. And I just, I, I thought for sure, like this season was going to be another. I was hoping they'd be improved with a new coach, but I didn't expect to see this. And I, I'm a happy freaking camper, and I'm loving every minute of it. And like I said, just to, just the body language alone from the guys is fantastic to see. And um, man, I, I just hope. Even with the Chargers coming to town, I just hope it keeps going because it's 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 changed the perception. And every week, we're starting to feel a little bit better about what this team could do in a season that we thought would be a complete rebuild season. So, well, and that's the thing—you would definitely want to look and see how this November goes. How does this stretch in November go? Oh yeah, November's going to be tough. It's not easy schedule. So there's some weird trades that went down uh, that we'll talk about that kind of make the schedule on what they've got going a little interesting but at the same time you're right we got to get through november and kind of see where it's at detroit was one of the one of the teams where we figured this could be a a wild card kind of um preview of two teams that could possibly be there because seattle's not going to take the division they have no chance but if they're going to get in it's going to be wild card and detroit like i said same path and detroit looked poopy well, Dallas needs Detroit to keep uh, looking keep, poopy. Keep yep, keep looking poopy in case uh, well, they they're can't. not able to take the division. But as far as Dallas's chance go, they I don't think wild card is going to be in the in the you know I don't think that's going to be an option. I think it's division or nothing. Yeah, but like we've talked about, you still have a chance for your division. That's a crazy thing. <laughs> yep. All right. So that was my awesome. Here's my bummer. Bummer. The whole fourth quarter. So, New Year, I knew that was coming. Did you? Because I'm, am I allowed to do that? Uh, um, it was weird because, buff in Oak, well in London, sorry, against Oakland, that was one of the best games I've seen Seattle close out. 
in God knows how long under the Pete Carroll regime because it's never been necessarily a strong suit of just, okay, we got this. Let's close it out. Uh, so I thought, well, shit, finally, they figured out how to do it. Well, not so much. But now you see their competition, though. Yeah. Well, and Oakland's just. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You saw what Oakland's done since that game. Well, it was just they, they had the game like done and you figured, okay, run out some clock time, just get some first downs and you got this. And I wanted to feel like I did in the London game. I wanted to feel comfortable and relaxed and be able to like walk away from the TV. But then they had a three and out and gave the ball right back to Detroit. And you give the ball right back. And then Stafford showed up. And you're like, yeah, and, Sta- and, and Stafford showed up and stinky little golden Tate. And I'm just, I started getting super, super frustrated. And I just wanted the whole thing to be done. So if we go to <laughs> we go to the fourth quarter here. And Stafford had he had one pick that got called back, right? And then another pick right, right at the end of the game. Yeah. So he had the one one interception that got called back well, they for had, whatever reason. Yeah, then they had well they had their interception. Uh Coleman picked him off to basically seal it. Right. That, that was, was at the, the end. that was in yeah. the on the goal line. Yep. What was the one just prior to that? Well, didn't he fumble the ball? He, yes. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. was it was a fumble. Was, yeah, he fumbled. So it. he just he. Clark I mean, he had a, he had a bad well, uh, they couple had of series right there at the end of the game. Detroit had every op- opportunity to actually get themselves to make it really really interesting. Because Seattle scored a touchdown, and then the very next series after that, Detroit came right back and and scored uh, a touchdown to make it twenty eight fourteen, and that was at the very beginning of the fourth quarter, and then so you are like, okay, fine. 28-14, whatever. Seattle's going to get the ball. We've watched what they've done the whole this whole game. They're just going to run, 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 get a first down. Everything will be okay. They went three plays for nine yards. Three and out. Not, uh, not going to do it. Yeah, that's not going to help. And then you get lucky. Stafford fumbles. So you get the ball back. And you're like, okay, cool. Fine. Now they can. I get it. Now they can, you know, do what they need to do and get some first downs. Nope. They went three plays for negative four yards. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, come on guys, seriously. And then you get lucky again. And Stafford makes another mistake and throws that interception. And that pretty much, you know, ends it right there. But fourth quarter wise. And, oh, and there was that ridiculous, the most ridiculous pass interference penalty I've seen in forever. Did you see it? That was towards the very end. That would have been on the on the uh, interception drive. Um, I I don't remember. So it was uh, first and ten on Detroit's twenty eight. Um, just chucked it, <laughs> and um, and they called McDougal for defensive pass interference for fifty six yards. <laughs> And it was no, I no, I was tuned off at that point. Oh, I I came back because then I saw the very end, but I was tuned off because then I remember seeing there was a whole bunch of, um, you know, defensive pass interferences, the worst call. In, oh, it was in, terrible in sports, and yeah, yeah. So no, I didn't see that one. It was god awful. I mean, it was just, and, and that's not just me as a Seahawk fan, like thinking, oh my god, I can't believe they penalized my guys. Like, no, it was 
god awful. It was a terrible call, hmm. and and it just I, I I will say it again. I hate the NFL PI call. It should be fifteen yards like college, but I'm not going to into it. Going to calm down. Going to relax. I'm going to chill, man. Going to chill, man. Uh, before we move on, one quick shout out to Ed Dixon. His first game back had scored a touchdown. Uh, Dennis from Ohio and his wife Amanda. They were actually at the game. They were first row right in the corner of the end zone where all the touchdowns were being scored <laughs> they saw most of them um so shout out to them i was going to try and have dennis um come on and give us a little report from the, like after the game little post game report but of course i was sick as can be and couldn't make it work but they got to watch it in person and uh they got to see most of them right there <laughs> lucky bastards right there right there um, just reach out and then lastly one of the big reasons we talked about it last week too that they're winning these games is the turnovers. Stafford made bad decisions, but when the Seahawks are successful in Pete Carroll's schemes, their turnover ratio is much in their favor. Yep. They're like plus oh, eight yeah. plus eight now for the season. And we're halfway through. So uh I'm every game you're seeing that ratio keep building in their favor and it gets bigger and bigger that's that's where they shine so if they can keep that going man i i'm telling you what there's so much potential for this team I'm telling you i'm telling you man I'm telling you man where my freaking thing go there it is uh, yeah good go all right there was some trades right after you know detroit just threw in the towel after this game. Seattle beat them down so much, they threw in the towel, traded away Golden Taint. Golden Taint. Tear. And now Dallas gets to play him two more times, so... That sucks. So Golden Tate's going to play Dallas total three times. He um, he lit him up pretty good the first time. Um, he's just he's I so don't, squirrely. I don't... I mean, we'll see what happens. Hopefully that doesn't happen ever again. He just he's uh you gotta give Tate credit. He's 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 very, very good after the catch. Yep. And that's where he's made his uh made his money. That's yep. what he does. He 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 can really he can make some great catches and then once he does, man, it's hard to get him down. He's he's tiny and he just uh, bugs me. If he was still in Seattle, I'd absolutely love him, but he just bugs me. He bugs me too. <laughs> Speaking of Seattle, they offloaded a wide receiver. You know, it was time. Uh he didn't contribute really anything, and it's a bummer because I thought he was gonna be uh, the red zone guy. Uh, they released Brandon Marshall. He gone. Yep. Um, kind of knew it was going to happen. Once once you've seen more, do what he's done. Lock it. Um, all, all they're they're Doug's going to get more involved. Like I know he is. They just didn't have a spot for him, and he kind of screwed himself earlier in the season with all his drops. I think that it, they gave him an opportunity early, and he kept dropping the ball. So he just sat. Didn't really do much. Hmm. So what I wanted to ask you, though, is so Tate, who I would you consider him on the same level as as Cooper or is Cooper a better receiver? I only ask because you know what I'm going to ask right now. Well, right now in in like in 2018, Tate is the far better receiver. But we haven't seen what Amari can do with you haven't seen. Amari yet the thing with Amari is you know that he's a capable receiver I mean 
thousand yard back to back his rookie and, and second year. Um, obviously far younger. I mean, I think, I think Tate is 30 or 31. I mean, so he's, uh, he's over that, that 30 hill is Tate. What is this his contract year as well? So then, and this is, I believe this is his contract year. So, so a you're lot of renting him for a third round pick. So just about everything. Yeah. That's been said out there is it's, it's a rental. Same, same with Demarius Thomas in Houston. You know, you're just you're kind of renting them for, remainder of this year you may sign them on again but this may be just for you know this season kind of thing like i said in the you know in last week's episode with cooper that is your first round pick and he will be there for the next four or five maybe you know or possibly six years um but right now in in this year's campaign tate's the tate's the better receiver but we'll see i mean at the end of the year then we'll see i still don't like him though Tate, yep. Well, especially because he went to the Eagles. I mean, that's just well. Like, then, then now, even now, I really don't like. Yeah, because he went to that team. Uh, yeah, I just I was just curious because of the, and I I know you've seen it all over Twitter, just like I have. But people are wondering, like, okay, well, if he went for a third round pick, why did Dallas throw a first round pick for Amari Cooper? But you pretty much said it right there. Like, if they weren't gonna get him for a first round, they were gonna probably draft somebody in the first right. round. And he's got experience where a rookie is going to have to get used to the NFL. And, but it's still kind of, of course, people are freaking out going, oh, Dallas screwed up, man. Well, no, I I mean, Amari's the, he's the investment and he's, he's already, he's a, I mean, you could almost say he's already a proven investment and, you know, based off his first couple of years, obviously we've seen the downfall that Oakland's had since that, uh, 2000, was that 2015? That was their big year. Um, 2015 2016 right around there um but i mean even watching oakland's night they look i mean they look awful from top to bottom and it's no wonder that you know cooper's had like 22 catches for 200 yards so far this season which if he was on dallas's team he'd be i think ranked third in yards or second in yards even with 282 or whatever it is but anyways um I'm, i'm excited to see what he's able to do for this offense well, that wasn't the only trade that went down. Ha ha. Ha ha, Clinton Dix. <laughs> God, he's got a great name. I tell you what, um, Washington, I mean, if you're, if you're a pro football focus guy, I know a lot of people aren't, but there's still some, I mean, there's still some truth to it. But anyways, you've got Washington now has the uh, two of the top five ranked safeties in their secondary. Right. So they they brought in Ha Ha Clinton Dix um, to team with uh, Swearinger, and that's going to be a, that's a tough that's a tough secondary now. All of a sudden, I mean Washington's defense was already good. I think they were when when they played Dallas, they were I think they were fourth, and Dallas was third or fourth and fifth somewhere right around there. But um, you know Washington they they do have a legit defense. The offense still the jury's out on Alex Smith a little bit. I mean I know that Alex Smith is a um, He's a smart, mobile, takes care of the ball. Um, I don't want to say bus driver. I don't think he's a bus driver, but um, I mean, you you still don't know if their offense is for real. But that defense can can keep him in the game, you know, long enough to maybe have the offense, you know, break break through with a big play or whatever it is. But now you've got those two guys back there. That's that's a tough tandem. I'm wondering how Aaron felt about that trade 
It kind of looks like, um, yeah, I don't know. You had, they, so they, I mean, they won the game. Yep. But wasn't without a little bit of uh, controversy, a little bit with Ty Montgomery, you know, them telling him, stay. No, no, no. Green Bay lost. Yeah, Green Bay lost. Um, Them telling, you know, Montgomery, don't run it out. Stay in the end zone. Obviously, you want to give Rodgers as much time as possible to to try to do something because chances are something will happen and go his way. But Montgomery runs it out and, you know, the rest is history. Montgomery is now out. <laughs> yep. Um, ha Ha Clinton Dix was, was was traded. So, who, I mean, who, it's kind of weird what's going on up there in, in Green Bay a little bit. I find it uh, weird because here – Aaron, and I think we talked about this when he signed his new deal, but he's done nothing but complain publicly about McCarthy and that team yep. and kind of how things have been handled, and yet he still signs the deal. So if if you're if if it's going bad there, like why sign the contract if you know you can go out in the free in the free market and make even more than what he signed his extension for? It's just the whole thing up there in Green Bay is just. Well, and I tell you what, I I really, I really wish that the that Green Bay wasn't in the kind of position and state that they're in right now because Sunday night's game would be probably one of the most fun to watch. But I honestly think, and we'll name our picks, but I honestly think New England's just going to whoop them. I don't think I don't think that Green Bay defense has a has. I don't think they're going to be able to slow down Brady. I don't think so either. And you're right. It's, and a it's unfortunate because you got Brady and Rogers playing together for what? Only the second time in their careers. So just see that, uh, Rogers got asked about the goat and you know, he, he's because they always want to ask him like, well, you know, where do you think you fit? And in, in that conversation. And of course he was like, the dude's got five rings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what else do you want me to say? So then that, and you're right. That would have been an unbelievable game. had they, you know, been having a little bit better year in Green Bay. So I just feel like you're watching one of the great quarterbacks in Aaron Rodgers and his career getting a little wasted with what's going on in there. Well, we've, we've mentioned it. I yep. mean, as great of a career that uh, as great of a career that he's had, you know, he's got the one, the one, the ring. one ring, and it's it's a bummer. And that was in 2007? was forever ago, forever ago, 2007, somewhere around there. Yeah. Keep reminding myself he's been playing that long. Kind of an old man now. Um, were there well, any- him and Alex Smith were they came out in the same class. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So uh, there, there you go. Uh, were there any other trades that kind of made you go? Uh, Whoa. So you had uh, Ha Ha go to Washington. Uh, obviously, Cooper to Dallas. Demarius Thomas to Houston again. Will Fuller um, tore his ACL in their third. Was that a Thursday game? Yeah. What was it Thursday? Yes, it was a Thursday game. Um, I think that's kind of a good pickup so for them. They, so they they um, traded for Demarius Thomas again, like with Tate. Kind of think that's a little bit of a rental situation going on there. Um, Thomas is a completely different receiver than Will Fuller. Will Fuller's the um, okay, run as fast as you can, and we'll throw the ball deep. That's I mean, that's Will Fuller. Thomas is not that uh, not that type of receiver at all. Which is interesting that. You know, Houston opted to trade for a receiver like Thomas when I know a guy who's 
out there. Oh, you do? But like we've mentioned, I mean, who knows if he if he wants a wants to play or B wants to play for a different team that doesn't have, you know, a certain star on their helmet. But anyways, um complain. With still be playing in Texas. With (laughs) that's true. (laughs) With Thomas, I mean we'll you know, we'll see what happens there. Um but there was there was a little bit of like a kind of a frenzy right there at the end of the the trade deadline and just Seattle, like were, Seattle sat there looks like they didn't I'm make to- any move totally fine with it a lot of people weren't really oh yeah I didn't see I mean most of the Seattle media was pretty happy about there's always gonna be the fans that aren't that's happy. what I'm saying a lot of All the, fans. the fans well screw those guys <laughs> come on if you're if you're a true fan uh you you can be okay with them not making any moves it's it's not like they it's not like when the when the Mariners you know let a trade deadline pass without picking up another starting pitcher like they needed that the Seahawks there's not a, really and honestly I don't want to see them give up anything what they've got I don't want to mess with what they have going so it's totally fine shut up God go <laughs> Tina eat your ham <laughs> um Browns did some things. Browns did do some things. They fired Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley. Uh, and then they promoted uh, Greg Williams. Well, and he, on the interim basis, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah, true. They promoted Greg Williams to interim head coach. Um, what the? F- yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we'll see. I, I don't understand. Sorry, Baker. I don't understand. And that's the thing. Like, who, who, the fans, of course, get hurt. But, I mean, they're used to it. It's Cleveland. But, but I mean, the quarterback, you got a rookie quarterback that you're already going to make his his professional life kind of put it into a little bit of turmoil by not keeping the only coach he's had so far. I mean, I mean, you're midseason. Yeah. You, you, you weren't going to win. I mean, you weren't going to go to the playoffs. You weren't going to win. You weren't going to win a Super Bowl, put it that way. So ride you know ride the rest of this year out and then make your moves in the off season i don't know what good especially when you i don't dump, know what good it's gonna do especially when you dump the oc too because not right. only your view you know head coach is one well, thing. todd haley's a dick well yes however for baker like that's his i mean now you've gotten rid of both of his guys and it just the dysfunction in cleveland continues <laughs> basically and then you saw I, I haven't had a chance to actually watch or listen to because Hugh Jackson was on something today. He was on that garbage station. Was he? On that garbage show that everybody loves to just like like a bunch of piranhas just feeding scraps. Which one was he on? Uh I don't oh. know. Oh he was either on first take or the other first one. First take, that's what he was on. That's right. Yeah. Ugh. Don't don't rot your brain and watch that. If you're listening to our show, don't listen, don't watch Don't that watch one. first take. What I'll tell you is that he said that they let him go prematurely. Yeah, he wanted, and he, he talked about drafts and how he wanted certain players, and they wouldn't, they weren't yeah. agreeing with them. But you can go but, ahead, but you can say that as much as you want. And is it true? It's like, dude, you went, you went, oh, you went two and yeah, two and seventy or something. I mean, it was something. Oh, yeah, it went terrible. It wasn't good. Most people don't get that kind of and, you, that kind of and, you know, and you leash. St- and you still had a bunch of first round picks on your team, and you right. still and you still sucked. Right. So I don't know. It's just it's it continues. <laughs> what else can you really say? Uh, anything else go down in the NFL this week that you want to talk about? Mm, nothing I can think of right now. Sweet, sweet ass, sweet. Let me cross that off. Just look at that. 
Uh, all right. Now you get to talk about your team. Cool. How excited are you? Uh, it's good to um, it's good to have a weekend to look forward to where uh, the Dallas Cowboys will be playing. Uh, candy. Candy. Uh, Tennessee coming to town. Tennessee and Dallas both at three and four, and both really need a win. Are you ready for some football? Uh, it'll be on Monday Night Football. We have the Jace Witten return to a Monday Night Party, AT and T Stadium. God, that crew is god Shut awful. Up, Hank. Um, <laughs> I hate that Monday Night. Crew. Actually, I'm I'm interested to see how um, I'm interested to see how Witten does this this weekend, considering it's Dallas and he knows the team and knows the offense. I'm wondering if he'll be, and That's, obviously it's where he played for 15 16 years. I wonder if he's if he's going to be a little bit more comfortable and if he's being able finally to talk start, about what's happening. Finally start to get into a groove a little bit. I mean, we'll see. I mean, so I, far sorry buddy, it's been pretty bad. Oh, I why are you saying sorry to me? I don't Oh, cuz he's you know, well, I don't know. I, don't, I always feel bad. You know, former on used to be on your team. He was team. a fantastic football player. Didn't he really mean was. he was going to be a fantastic broadcaster. Booger's the star man. I mean, you really you mean you really think that uh networks are going to strike gold off former Cowboys players twice no. in consecutive years. No. I mean, but that's why they did it. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you know you know that's why. Um anyway, go ahead. But no, uh Tennessee coming to Dallas. Um like I said, both both at 3 and 4 uh Dallas coming off there by. Um we'll finally get to see well, well well not finally, we will get our first taste of seeing how Cooper gets worked into this offense. Cooper. Uh Cooper. And I think um, I think it could be a really big coming out party for Amari Cooper. Why, you ask? Uh, I was about to ask you, why do you think that? <laughs> Weird. Um, with, well, so with Tennessee, I mean, so Tennessee does have a good defense. I think they are, um, I think they are 11th right now. I'm going to pull them Somewhere up. Around there. I believe they're 11th. Um, but they're 19th against the run and the pass, which bodes well both for Ezekiel Elliott and the passing game. Now, Dallas's passing game obviously has just struggled all year long. They haven't, haven't been able to get anything going. I mean, of late, for the past couple of weeks, you've had a little bit going with Cole Beasley, but nothing, I mean, nothing sustainable. There hasn't been, you know, the, the big plays. There hasn't been the, the teams have no fear of Dallas's wide receivers. They have no fear whatsoever. So you literally put, I mean, put 10 guys in the box to just sell out and stop Zeke or get to Dak before he's able to um, either A, get through his progressions, or B, the wide receivers get open. So I think having Cooper there on that outside is, I mean, I, I think you're going to see it game one. I think Zeke's going to have more room to run, and I think that Dak is going to be, he needs to get rid of the ball just to, just a tick sooner. Um but when you're asking about or telling a quarterback to get rid of the ball sooner, is it, okay, the wide receivers need to, to be a little bit better to get open a little bit quicker? Or, you know, it's kind of the what's what comes first kind of thing. Um, but I, I think that um, I think Dallas is going to be able to get that passing game going. And, and as weird as it might sound, the passing game, I think, is – What's going to open up the running game? I would, uh, I would expect your defense to continue just like Seattle's. If your defense can continue their rise, 
Mariota hasn't had necessarily the best season. He's but he, but it's not he's, terrible. I think Mariota's thrown for like two. He's got but he, two but he, or three touchdowns and he's five only, picks. This he's year. only got yeah. He's got three touchdowns and five picks. But he, I mean, he's got but, a lot of yards, but they can't score. But even though Dallas is is you know the top five defense right now, I think they're bottom of the pack in turnovers, and that's why I think. I think if Dallas was able to cause more turnovers, they would have at least one more win. It's the, I mean, it's I mean, the key least. to success, man. Um, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens there, but um, it's going to be, it'll be exciting to see how all of this kind of comes together with the fact that um, over the bye week, Dallas decided to uh, part ways with offensive line coach, Paul Alexander. Sorry, dude. It wasn't working out. Um, so he gone. He gone. Um, former player and offensive line assistant Mark Colombo has been promoted to offensive line coach. Um, I think you're going to see. I think you're going to see improvement game one. I mean, and I've been saying it this year. It's just it's it's been weird watching the offensive line struggle. And again, now that ties to you know, how Dak's playing and that's also affecting the wide receivers. So just everything's just been a domino effect. Um, there's been some, there's been some talk and conversation about, was it even really a good fit? Um, was, was it just too, too much to try to, that he was trying to implement, you know, with these guys? I mean, obviously they're smart and talented, but when you're, when you've been taught, um, a system and, how to play for a certain, you know, for a certain amount of time. And then now you're changing it and then you're struggling and now you're, you're missing a key piece in your offensive line with Travis Frederick being out. I mean, the offense has just struggled offensive line. I mean, maybe you get lucky and, and you, you see that same with, with somebody different. You see a, the right change, right? And that's all you guys need. You have the thing is we've talked about it a million times. You guys have one of the best running backs in the league. Apparently, to some people, it's extremely debatable. Okay, but stick him behind a good offensive line, and you have one of the best running backs in the league. Quarterback, yeah, so everyone, the, it's still up in the air. Nobody knows what he is. However, you can't really find out what any quarterback is behind a crappy offensive line. Correct. So, I'm I'm actually looking forward to the game because I, uh, it's. With this podcast, I try and watch as much Dallas football as I can. It's a Monday night game, so I absolutely get to watch it. And uh, Monday night games in Dallas are always a spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. There may be some sort of you know halftime show thing going on. Something happening, but uh, no. Then it's interesting seeing. Um, well, this game will be interesting because there's kind of a there's a history of how Dallas plays coming off a of bye, and they. The games are always they always come down to the last couple plays or last minute or so. So I'm gonna say be prepared for that just in case. Um, but as this year has gone, Dallas has played, you know, I won't, I'm not gonna say wonderfully, but the the offense has been. I mean, they've shown up at home, and Dallas has, hasn't lost at home yet. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Well, spoiler alert: uh, I'm calling you. It- you guys to win and win big cool well uh i wasn't finished yet you can't i'm just saying i i don't (laughs) i I, uh you're gonna be allowed to keep going 
but I'm just trying to put your mind at ease and tell you that I believe. Cool, dude. I, but, hey. I appreciate that. You know that. what? Is that what you appreciate? <laughs> I, I think you're going to see uh, a much improved Dallas team. But go ahead. Keep going. Much improved Dallas finished. offense. Yes. Hopefully. That's right. No, hopefully. And, and and bringing Cooper in just before the bye, I mean, obviously now he's got two weeks to get ready, kind of learn the offense. Um, obviously, there's been a whole bunch of talk about you know him being not in Dallas the entire time they were on, in their bye week. Um, there was a lot made about Garrett being at the World Series. Oh, my God. Um, whatever. I mean, <laughs> I, it didn't bother me at all. Like, okay, it's it's a it's night. It's a bye week. It's a, I mean, yes, you're three and four. Things haven't been going as you planned. But, I mean. Because you're not allowed to have a life, I though. I mean, come on. It, it was, anyways. <laughs> um, but, uh Cooper was back in California and the wide receivers coach Sanjay Lal was actually in California also. And they got together a few, you know, a few times during the bye week um, you know, worked on, worked on routes and, and kind of the offense. So he did get plenty. I'm sure he's been working overtime also just, you know, learning the offensive system, which everything that I hear is it's really simple. So <laughs> Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or but um it'll be fine. Seeing him seeing him practice and just kind of how he moves, I mean, definitely. What seeing we haven't I haven't seen a, a wide receiver like that in Dallas for quite a while. And he's a completely different type of number one than than we've had, obviously, with Dez. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. As you as you like to put it, interesting. I do like that word, interesting. Watch him go off and have like a crazy freaking game. I, I think the over under is like four catches for fifty yards. Only four or four. It's, it's or maybe it's, maybe it's four or six or something like that. Just make him every target. It's like, <laughs> like six catches for fifty yards or something like that. Him and him I, and Beasley just just alternate. I'll, I'll take I'll take the over on that. Yeah, I. I I gotta believe that they'll if it starts out if it, if the game plan is going the way they want it to go, you gotta believe he'll be a major part of the offense. But what do I know? That's a, well, what you made was just a very good point. Well, thank you. <laughs> I don't make many of them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, obviously uh, for Dallas on defense. Uh, well, actually. For in practice today, we had a little bit of an injury. Well, I won't want to say we. I don't work for the team, and I'm. Do you not like when? I'm, do you not like when people do I'm that? I'm 1600 miles away. Um, I try to catch myself, but anyways, <laughs> um, David Irving. It looked uh, or it sounded serious because he was carted off the practice field, but um, X-rays were negative, so. Nothing major, but still possible high ankle sprain. Those can take. I mean, you don't know. You don't know when those are going to heal. So, hopefully, it's just a minor one. You know, a little baby one, and he's able to come back because the guy's a monster. He really is, and you hate to see impact players like him hurt, especially in practice. I just hate. <laughs> Injuries in practice. 
It's like you weren't even out in the game. You're gonna get hurt in a game. No bueno, man. No bueno. No bueno. But um, back to the defense. So obviously, anytime you're playing Mariota, keep him contained because, and he's not having he's not having a great year passing, but he's still number two or number three on on Tennessee's team as far as rushing yards. So he's still still dangerous on the run. Um, Derrick Henry, obviously, stop him. That's a, I mean, that's a big, that's a big man to Who's be stopping. A, isn't, uh, is it Deion Lewis? He, he, Deion Lewis is on the team, but, yeah. um, he's more, he's obviously more of their change of pace guy. Their number one receiver is Corey Davis. Um, oh, there it is. I mean, Tennessee, Tennessee has struggled. Actually, Tennessee struggled, wor- has, has struggled worse offensively than Dallas has. Uh, Tennessee, I believe, is 30th, and Dallas is sitting at 28th. In offense? In total offense. Yeah. Yep. So we could be in for a um I mean if, if Dallas isn't able to get things going offensively, uh we could be looking at, you know, a, a ten seven game or Ugh. six to three or nine to three, something like that. So doesn't matter as long as you score more points than them, who cares? I mean you want more more exciting, you know, offensive kind of fun. I want to let's see the Jaguars game. Jaguars. The let's Jaguars. see the Jaguars yes, game. Let's see that. Let's see the that. offensive explosion that yeah. it was. Let's see something like that again. Yeah, I like that. Who knows though? Is that all you got? That's I don't want to interrupt you anymore. No, that's what I've got. Getting all mad. No, I wasn't mad. Getting all upset. Getting on his Reese's rage oh. over there. <laughs> Don't feed the man peanut butter cups. If anybody wants to send uh, Reese's sticks to the Common Ground Football Podcast, I am all for that. I, I hate you so much for those <laughs> damn things. You introduced me to something, and I didn't think that a candy could get any better. And then those. Ugh, I hate you. Uh, so Seattle. Seattle Seahawks. Hosting the, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. And one of my least favorite quarterbacks, Philip Rivers, vomit. It's one of those things we agree on, and I don't know why. Right, I don't, well, I don't know why I don't like him. I right, just don't and, we, like him. and we agreed on that too. We're like, <laughs> we don't actually have a reason, except for I just don't like. He's always pouting on the sidelines when things don't go his way. There's, he's just one of those quarterbacks that, like him, and like I put him in the group with like Cutler, um, those type of guys, where I just have never been a big fan, but. Uh, he's having a, a pretty damn good season so far. Uh, he's 17 touchdowns, only three interceptions. He's scoring. He's his completion percentage is like 69.1%, which is, I believe a career high for him. Uh, he's having a good year. So this isn't going to be a, uh, a cakewalk. This is going to be a, a, this is a big, this is going to be a big test for, for Seattle, it's at home, um, you know. The place that used to be a guaranteed win for them is no longer that way. Uh, it'd be nice to maybe try and get back that direction. So, um, but you got—he's got weapons like Keenan Allen, Tyrell Williams, Mike Williams. So I got Antonio Gates. He's got tight end Antonio Gates. Melvin Gordon is their running back, um, who's been hurt though. Yeah. I expect them to, like most teams seem to try and do, 
um, they try to attack the the young secondary. You know, I I really thought when when Gurley and Melvin Gordon were coming out that those two would be kind of going back and forth as far as kind of you know tops of the league. And, yep. and Gordon had a good had a, you know good rookie year, but it just seems like he's kind of he's just been struggling. And you don't really, I mean, at least me, I don't I don't really hear a whole lot whole lot of talk coming or you know just see a whole lot from him no you don't and you don't hear his name like when you're listening to like league leaders and guys that are having good games and and all that type of stuff his name doesn't come up whereas you got him we know what Gurley's done (laughs) I mean he's uh he's having quite the little career so um like I said last week this is definitely more of a reaction show more than a preview show but uh i based on i'm looking at their numbers here again chargers at seahawks seahawks are still climbing up the ranks in their in their offense but chargers actually have a a highly rated offense they're middle of the pack for defense um passing rushing at least, I mean, the Seahawks are fifth in rushing. So, like I said last week, stick to the, the game plan that's working. Run the ball a lot and let that set up the, the, the pass. And Russell is trusting his weapons more and more every single game. More and more <laughs> every game. Say there. Uh, get more of the ball. <laughs> um, and by more you're talking about david Moore. i sure am okay. if you're a seahawks fan you know that guy he uh yeah he's gonna be a star he's gonna be a star a star um i like what i'm seeing from carson just keep giving him the ball you know throw davis in there penny didn't play us i don't think penny paid a, a snap in detroit so i don't know not gonna be an easy team to beat uh, but again, definitely possible. And I'm more confident ha- when I looked at this schedule, when the schedule first came out, knowing what had happened with the team, I would have absolutely picked this as a loss. Absolutely picked this as a loss because you saw the chargers last year were a team that were on the way up and this year have already played really, really well. And so I absolutely would have picked this as a loss. Not anymore because of what the team has done totally changed how i feel about the game itself so um like i said run the ball a lot if russell ends up with another game where he's only got 17 attempts totally fine with that there's three touchdowns attached to that sounds good to me uh and control the clock and for the love of god close the game out if you have the lead (laughs) please i also want to see and i forgot to mention it in the recap of their win uh since you were in and out of watching the game did you see dixon's move i did (laughs) uh so that play was not called no sure wasn't (laughs) michael michael big balls dixon (laughs) which is apparently his nickname now so they called for at the end of that game for him to take a safety and said no i don't do that (laughs) he said nah i got plenty of plenty of space i'm gonna run for a first down i got this and Pete said there's a bunch of cuss words coming from the sidelines. That was great. So, hey, uh, utilize Michael Big Balls Dixon again. And 
and really, really use him because he showed us that there's more to him than just punting. <laughs> so, oh, so maybe use that because God. And I better see his jersey this week. Better say big balls. <laughs> <laughs> and not Dixon on it. <laughs> Please. I hope so. Not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen at all. Not going to happen at all. The NFL's stingy. They don't even let players change numbers midway through the season. Five and two chargers. Yikes. I'm a little scared. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little scared. It's one of those games where... Sorry, dude. I'm picking L.A. I figured you would be, and that's because you're a jerk. But uh, it, it's one of those games where I asked on our thing about you know whether they were uh, must-win games for both teams. I think mm-hmm. yours yep. is an absolute must-win. Yep. Absolutely. I think that... Maybe I'm wrong, but I want to say that this one is also a must-win for Seattle, mainly because it's at home, and the home games, I hate losing those. Chargers are a really good team. It's not like if if you go down and you battled the whole time and it was close and you just couldn't overcome the better team, fine. Uh, But if you have every opportunity to put them away, it's just like losing the Rams. Had every opportunity to put him away and actually win that game and didn't. And that was a home loss. Can't You can't expect the playoffs and you're going to have a bunch of home losses. It's not going to work. So uh, get it done, boys. Get it done. That's all I got to say about that. Gen A. <laughs> Gen A. Gen A. But Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. All right. I feel like you had a bunch to say about your team and your game, and I had diddly squat. <laughs> it's cool. It's fine. I had more. I was talking more about a big addition and things like that. I'm so excited to see coaches being fired. And you had a lot going on. There's a, your, yeah, there was a lot going on for a team that didn't play at all in the week. You had a lot going on. I'm excited to see what Cooper's going to do, man. I really am. I as, as much as of a, as much as I hate the Dallas Cowboys, and I really do. Uh, I'm actually, I'm looking forward to that game mainly because what a perfect, uh, kind of a perfect team to go against for the debut. You had a bye week. Tennessee's not really any good. That's great. That's that you get some confidence. Yeah. He's got no confidence. None. Cotton. (laughs) Bold move. Cotton. All right. So let's do some game picks. You, I'm sorry. My friend had a God awful week last week. (laughs) And somehow we both missed picking an entire game, <laughs> so we both of us. So it's a draw. So both <laughs> of us got one off the table. I had a great week. I I, I had nine correct. You had only five. Oh, so now I'm leading you like seventy four to sixty five. We still got a ton dinner. of games to pick, We're my only, friend. Only halfway through the season, though. Lots to go. You're right. You could make a big comeback. Oh Although yeah. Both of us today. Didn't, Oops. Didn't start out so good. What do you mean? I picked San Francisco. I totally picked San Francisco. I don't know what you're talking about. O-A-K. O-A-K. It's a weird way to spell San Francisco. Is that not correct? <laughs> I was never good at the spelling. All right, you ready? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Oh, you're grabbing. He's going for more Reese's, ladies and gentlemen. That's literally... If you had a total sidetrack but if you had a a halloween candy ranking one two three 
are all three spaces rhesus <laughs> probably <laughs> most likely most likely and that's not appreciates about you. This is Reese, this is a Reese's peanut butter cup with Reese's pieces inside. It's like they're just trying to kill you. Like, holy crap! I should not have had. How? Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> just dive right in. I shouldn't have had this many. No, but I brought that bag just for you because I did not want to eat them anymore. You know you have to talk, so I'm gonna name off games. I'm ready, man. Oh, all right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Chicago at Buffalo. Chicago. <laughs> Why you laugh? Come on, it's a great game. <laughs> oh, did, yeah. I don't know. Did we talk about it last week? Uh, Bills Mafia and their usual tradition of playing against the Pats. No, we didn't talk about that. Oh, well, it happened. They did it again, and it was hilarious. <laughs> What's the? I don't even know what tradition you're talking about. No, you don't. No. Okay, fill me in. If there's children in the room, I'm sorry. Get better, them out or say earmuffs. There better not be. Well, actually, you've already dropped some swear words, but anyways, no. Oh, fuck you. So. <laughs> So, Bills Mafia, as you know, are wild and crazy. They sure are. But every time they play New England, um, uh, either someone or a group or whatever, but they throw dildos on the field. Oh, and the referee kicked it. And it's always. <laughs> I didn't know that was a tradition. I just thought some stupid ass yes, threw a dildo on the yeah, field. Yeah, I get it. It's in poor taste, you know, yada, yada, yada. But it's Bills Mafia, and it's hilarious. I just, I and you, and you know, and you know that based on videos and things you've seen at Bill's Mafia when they're all out in the in the parking lot and you know body slamming and doing ass cheek shots and all, you know damn well that those things are used too. So good on the uh, the field guys for using a plastic bag, a doggy bag to pick it up. <laughs> but anyway, I'll. All I remember is I did not know that I was a tradition. I just remember I just remember going through the Twitter feed and as I'm going through so all it said was it was a video and it said want to see a ref kick a dildo off the field. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, "Yes, I do." Why, why yes I do. Thanks for acting. And I didn't know that that was a thing, but that's amazing. Yeah, uh so every time they play New England that happens. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you think you, uh, I'm going with Chicago. I'm I too am going with Chicago. Buffalo, fine. Get a better hobby. Good God. <laughs> um, this game, I swear to God, if you pick Cleveland, I'm going to kick you in the balls. <laughs> Kansas City at Cleveland. Kansas City. There is zero shot that your Cleveland actually gets to your nine wins. The New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Give me the Jets. Oh. I'm taking Miami. Don't ask me why. Detroit at Minnesota. Mm, Minnesota. Both of us picked Minnesota last week. That didn't work. I am going to take Detroit. Atlanta at Washington. What's Atlanta's record? You know? Not off the top of my head. Look it up. They're having a disappointing season. yeah but they're also three and four hmm i gotta go with atlanta though okay i'm gonna take the washington racial slurs <laughs> um it's at home they uh picked out some some guys this week yeah like i said da- da- uh, blah, 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 blah. 
Dallas is not going to get into the wild card spot. So it's division or nothing. So if that means Atlanta needs to beat Washington, so be it. Mm. Uh, Tampa Bay at Carolina. Carolina. That is an easy one. Although Fitzmagic is back. Oh, wait. Is he going to start this week? I don't know. Yes, he is. Oh, Fitzmagic, baby. Uh, But I'm taking the Panthers. Are you kidding me? Uh, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Pittsburgh. 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 That's a tough one, I tell you. I'm going to go Baltimore. Houston at Denver. Oh, Houston. Mm, Yeah, I'm going to go Houston. Lack at Seattle. You get to pick this one. I'll pick it later. Lack. Jerk. Lar at... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at no <laughs> that's a good game oh i'm telling you i'm looking forward to that game mm, no <laughs> you think no is gonna beat lar yep it's at superdome right yes i'm taking no i am also i i had green both of us had green bay last week to knock off lar and it didn't happen could have happened uh i too because i continue to, i want to see him just just lose a game i'm gonna go no on that one uh and then the game we've talked about that had the makings to be huge it'll still be fun i'll take knee <laughs> green bay at new england i too will take new england uh as much as i think a.a ron can do it did you see speaking of new england did you see that tweet out there where Basically, it was saying if if you're 18 years old and you're a Boston sports fan, here's all the parades you've had since you've been born. And it's like a bunch of them. And it's, it's Red Sox and it's you know Patriots, 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 Patriots Red Sox, Red Sox, Pirates, um, Pirates. Celtics. Pirates. Or, or I'm sorry, not not Pirates. <laughs> why Bruins. They, why are they celebrate Pittsburgh? Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> Bruins. Sorry. Yeah. And it's like. And here I am. I hate, in, hate you guys. Here I am in Seattle, and I've seen one Seattle Seahawks parade, and um, yeah, it's more than I've seen. That's it. Well, that's true, but you'll never see a Dallas parade in Seattle. So there's that. <laughs> I'm. I could be the lone guy walking downtown Seattle. I could see you doing that. Dallas wins the Super Bowl. Watch out. And Andrew walks over with a flag and like a replica Lombardi all decked out in Dallas gear, walking down the middle of First Avenue. Be great. Be epic. Tennessee, last one. Tennessee at Dallas. You don't get to pick this one quite yet. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to pick Dallas. And I'm going to say, because I get to pick your score here. Oh, we'll do that in a second. Okay. You ready? Dallas is definitely going to win that. It's no freaking contest. And if it's embarrassing, if you don't, don't. By the way, uh, just like last week, if you would like to drop us a review, I would like to give you something back. Let's so see if we got any. I don't believe that we did, but you can check. I'm taking a look. See, give it a look. See, but the conti- the contest is going to continue. So, how it works. Uh, Whatever app you use, I don't care if you use Apple Podcasts, if you use Stitcher, if you use Google Play. That's the thing. I don't have anything to check the other. 
Well, what the hell? Yeah, they're platforms. Well, nobody sent me anything, so I'm guessing no. So nothing on the <laughs> iTunes. Uh, but whatever app you use, if they allow you to leave a review for our podcast, please do. Leave a review and then take a screenshot of the review and send it to me um, either Twitter, Facebook. I don't care. Direct message. Send it to Andrew does the Instagram. Send it to him. I don't care. Just send us a, a screenshot from your phone or your computer if you still use a computer. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, send that to us, and you'll get entered in the drawing, and we're going to give away another gift card. It doesn't even have to be a Starbucks. It can be whatever the winner decides it wants it to be. So, But really what we want here is we want more reviews. So get on there and and uh, write us up a review, even if you don't like us. doesn't matter. We'll take whatever. <laughs> You're going through all the apps over there. Look at us. We're so pretty. <laughs> we were so young. Now we're 40. God. <laughs> 40 episodes and we're almost to our uh we're getting pretty close we're getting closer to our one year mark another month to go are we close to five thousand downloads yeah no ah <laughs> not even close we did just pass the 2800 mark oh that's cool <laughs> 20, hey, we're over halfway there man 2800 so thank you for that and uh yeah 40 didn't know we'd get here i'm happy we did you ready to pick a game yep all right, so what, who's going to win and what's the score going to be? Dallas is going to come out of the bye and win Shocking. against Tennessee. And I'm going to take Dallas 14-6. to six. So you're going to go low scoring. I got gotcha. you. I, too, am going to go low scoring. I'm going to go 9-2. to <laughs> <laughs> Because why not? Did you see that? 5-2? Uh, five to, five to Did you see? Yeah. It's a baseball. We're talking baseball, aren't we? Yeah. No, I totally screwed that up. Did you see the, uh, was it Pittsburgh or whatever team that didn't understand the rules of a safety and the and the kick being a live ball? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oopsie. Got to understand the rules, kids. Way right. to pay attention in school. <laughs> um, or you just do what Big Balls Dixon does. Just run that <laughs> bitch right out of the end zone and get a first down. Shit. All right. <laughs> Um, Seattle, I'm going to pick Seattle to win, but I think it's going to be a crazy, crazy game. 31, 28. Oh, a close one though. Yeah. Cause I think that, uh, yeah, You're, the defense is going to play well. It's, it's just obviously not. Well, well, they're going to have, it's going to look okay, but it's the chargers. They're five and two. They got a good offense. It's just like against the rams the rams scored a lot of points but i don't necessarily put that all on the defense the rams right. are just really damn good so all right man we made it i haven't coughed once you did very well thank you thank you it was not easy and it went longer than i thought it would god damn it <laughs> so, <laughs> oopsie all right anything else you want to add my cougars are ranked eighth yes the cougs are ranked eighth how about them apples sorry dennis from ohio the huskies suck I'm not getting in between that. <laughs> Poor guy. We have other listeners. <laughs> I think. All right. Well, enjoy your Monday night game. Are you hosting a party? No. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, all right. Are well, you hosting a party? The Seahawks for playing on a Sunday at like 105 <laughs> or 104 p.m. Uh, 
Losers. <laughs> Loser. All right, I'm going to eat some more Halloween candy. So uh, until next week, hopefully I'll be healthier, but uh, go Hawks. Go Cowboys. Go Cougs. Go Cougs.